Greetings, body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. Thank you for tuning in. I do believe I need to shed this coat. Um, it's a little windy and chilly in southwest Florida, so bear with me. I pray that you all had a good week this past week, and what we're going to get into today is about Yahweh being the creator. There were not two creators, there were not three creators, there was only one creator, and we're going to see that in the scriptures. Um, we're going to see that in the Torah, we're going to see that in the prophets, we're going to see that in the writings, the epistles. We're also going to see it out of the mouth of Yeshua. And again, I want to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate everybody's prayers and support. We thank you for your comments, encouragements, and we just keep praying that our nation would be restored to Yahweh's laws and commandments. We keep praying that our nation, our friends, our families, would be restored to his Shabbat, to his name, to his feast days, and all that he says in the scriptures. So let's get started. Let's start out in Matthew chapter 19. And because I've got a, a lot of scriptures, I'm just going to pull out certain sections of those scriptures that validate that Yahweh is the creator. But I would encourage you to go through the, the passages, the context, read the whole chapter in your study, so that you will see that Yahweh is the creator. Yahweh created the heaven and the earth. And this is very foundational to our faith. Because if we don't understand this, some of the things that we might read in the New Testament that haven't been accurately stated according to the Hebrew Scriptures can be twisted around and seem like it's saying something else, when in fact, it is not. So in Matthew 19, verses 3 through 6, but I'm just going to pick out one portion in that, and it says, have you not read that he which made them at the beginning, male and female? So we see here that the Messiah is referencing his heavenly father. It didn't say they, it didn't say we, but it said that he in reference to Yahweh, made them at the beginning male and female. I mean, we can go into a lot of different things concerning that. Um, but nonetheless, when you have been made male or female, that's what you are. It doesn't matter what the world system says. It doesn't matter what the evil one might try to get you to think. But the fact is, Yahweh only created them, male and female, okay? So we see here that Yahweh is the creator. Okay, let's look in Mark chapter 10, verses 1 through 6. For those that are living in the northern climates, we know that right now you guys are freezing. Many states have had ice storms or without heat, without power. And we just pray that Yahweh would restore your electricity, your heat, keep you safe, keep you warm. Or you could just move to Florida and enjoy. Um, today we're, we're having a chilly day of mid-70s, but this past week was mid-80s. Next week's going to be mid-80s. And I know that sounds great in the winter, and it is. It's just that when July and June and August and September hit, it is very, very hot here, and it's sometimes hard to handle. 
All right, Mark chapter 10, verses 1 through 6. It says, From the beginning of the creation, Yahweh made them male and female. So Mark's account of what Matthew said agrees. All right? And just <clears throat> read verses 1 through 6 to take it in context that from the beginning, and we're going to see when we read the beginning, that it was Elohim, Yahweh, the Father, that made them male and female. Okay, Mark chapter 13 and verse 19. Mark chapter 13 and verse 19, and it says, For in those days shall be affliction, meaning the last days, such as was not from the beginning of the creation, and now notice, which Yahweh created unto this time. So again, it's referencing that Yahweh the Father created until this time. Now, notice that Yeshua in Matthew 19, in Mark 10, and in Mark 13 is stating and is agreeing that Yahweh is the Creator. He's not saying we are the creator. He's not saying the Father, the Son, and the Spirit were creator. But he's saying that Yahweh alone was the creator. Look in verse 20. Except that Yahweh had shortened those days, meaning the last days in which we are living, no flesh shall be saved. So who is in charge? Doesn't say Yeshua. Yeshua didn't say th that I would have shortened those days. But he said that Yahweh, except that Yahweh had shortened those days. Again, the emphasis is on Yahweh, our Heavenly Father. Now, Look in Mar, uh, Matthew, excuse me, chapter 5 and verse 45. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45. It says that you be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for me, he makes his son, the S U N, the sunshine. To rise on the evil and the good, and then it talks about he makes the rain fall upon the just and the unjust. But notice that the Father, Yahweh, refers to the Son, S-U-N, as his Son, or something he created. Again, these are the words of the Master Yeshua. And he is referring and he is saying that Yahweh alone is the Creator. All right, let's look in Matthew chapter 6. And you can read Matthew 6 25 through 34. But I'm just going to reveal verse 30. It says, Wherefore, Yahweh, or Elohim, so clothes the grass of the field. Who clothes the grass of the field? It doesn't say the Spirit. It doesn't say Yeshua. But it says Yahweh, Elohim, so clothes the grass of the Spirit. Now, always remember this, that Yahweh is Spirit. There is no third person of the Trinity called the Holy Spirit. 
the Holy Spirit because of the in it, it is referring to one, the Father's Spirit. And the Father's Spirit is an extension of himself. So it says here that Yahweh clothes the grass of the field. Why would Yahweh clothe the grass of the field? Simple answer, he created it. All right, now let's <clears throat> let's look in Deuteronomy 6.4. Now, if you're Torah observant, you already know this verse. But hopefully, this teaching will come to people that have not yet understood about the Torah, about Yahweh's laws and commandments, about the Shabbat, about his name, so on and so forth, and that they would understand these principles and that they would begin to unlearn many of the lies and the deceptions that paganism, pagan Christianity, pagan Catholicism have taught us. I know I was raised Catholic and we pastored charismatic uh, churches. And so we had, as soon as we saw it in the word, there was no battle for me or for my wife. There was no resistance. There was no unbelief. As soon as we saw it, we received it because Yeshua taught that when you receive his word, his word will produce 30, 60, or 100 fold. And then the question began to come to me, you know, just on the Sabbath. What else have we not been taught? Or what else were we taught that was inaccurate? And then we looked at the feast days, and we saw that the scripture says, they're forever. We saw that, that Yeshua celebrated them. We saw that the book of Acts, it was all over the place. Paul continued. Peter continued. James continued. The brethren continued. Many years after the resurrection, celebrating and keeping the feast days, the Sabbath, and so on and so forth. We also learned just how many scriptures they removed or changed into saying something that they wanted to say, and that was to support Rome's pagan belief structure and Rome's chosen name for the Messiah and for Yahweh, which is L-O-R-D, G-O-D, and J-E-S-U-S. And when you begin to see these things, I mean, it, op it opens a whole other world. Where it says in Deuteronomy 6, verse 4, that, that Yahweh is one. There's only one Yahweh. There's only one Elohim. There's only one Most High. And Yeshua constantly referenced His Father as the Most High, as the Elohim. You, and I did a teaching that Yeshua is not Yahweh, and Yahweh is not Yeshua. They're two different instances. <clears throat> I also did a teaching that J-E-S-U-S -S is not Yeshua, and Yeshua is not J-E-S-U-S. And so we need to understand this, that Yeshua is the Son of Man. He was a human. He also, in the scriptures, is called the son of David. He is never, ever, ever called the Most High. He is never called Elohim. And I know for a time I believe that Yeshua was Yahweh, but then as I continued studying, I saw that's impossible. That's impossible. Yeshua is Yahweh's son, born of a virgin Mary, a human. He wasn't always existed. And I know 
when you read um, John 1 1 you we've been taught so so long that when it says that in the beginning was the word the word was with Yahweh and the word was Yahweh we think that's referring to Yeshua but it's not the word word in the original language is Torah or voice or commandments or words that Yahweh spoke so it's literally saying that in the beginning was the commandments the Torah the instructions the words that Yahweh spoke and then verse 14 it says and we always thought this meant that you know the word became flesh meaning Yeshua always existed and but what it literally means in the original language is that the words that Yahweh spoke became flesh, came to pass, became a human, and then that's when Yeshua was born. You can also read in Hebrews 1 where it says and um, that Yahweh spoke through his prophets in many ways in various ways and then it says and in these last days he spoke through his son Yeshua didn't begin till Bethlehem so I know that challenges what we've been taught for so many years and we can go to a couple of scriptures and think well this all add up but you have to learn the context the foundation and the foundation is Torah if it doesn't line up with Torah, then we're, we're misinterpreting it. We're not seeing something we need to see, and we just need to keep studying and learning. All right. Now, when you go to the book of Genesis, when you go to the book of Genesis and chapter 1, let's do that. And we're going to see... And again, I'm going to try to go through this quickly because I know it's hard to stay focused for a long period of time. But let's just look at what it says in the very beginning to make our, our um, understanding that Yahweh created everything, that Yahweh is the creator. Not Yeshua and Yahweh, not three in one, like we've been taught through Christianity and Catholicism. But have you ever noticed, and here's a good, good nugget. When you read the writings, you know, the epistles, when Paul wrote, he greeted everybody in the name of Yahweh and his son, Notice it says his son, Yeshua HaMashiach. He didn't say two Elohims. Uh, here, let's just look there and you can see what I'm re referring to. Romans, and you can read this in Romans and Corinthians, every letter. Um, it says in verse 7, Romans 1, 7, To all those who are in Rome, beloved of Elohim, called out saints, separate, set apart, grace and peace to you from Yahweh our Father and the Master Yeshua. And notice what, and you will see this all through the writings, what's missing, there's no reference to a third person of what Christianity calls the Holy Spirit. Because that person does not exist. The Holy Spirit, like I said before, is Yahweh's Spirit. Yahweh's Spirit was given to us on the day of Pentecost. Yahweh's Spirit functioned through Messiah when he was on the earth. But notice it says here, Peace to you from Yahweh our Father and the Master Yeshua. Well, let's just flip, see if we can uh, find... Um, Let's just look at 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, chapter 1 again. 
And it says, Paul, an apostle of Yeshua Messiah, by the will of Elohim, and Sosthenes, the brother, to the congregation of Yahweh, which is in Corinth, those having been sanctified in Messiah Yeshua, called out saints with all those calling on the name of our Master Yeshua. Then verse 3, grace to you and priests from Yahweh our Father and the Master Yeshua. Again, notice, no Holy Spirit. It is peace from Yahweh our Father and the Master Yeshua. Paul did not believe in, and knew that Yeshua was not the Father. Peter understood this, that there was Yahweh and then there was the Son. All right, in Genesis 1.1, it says, In the beginning, Elohim, Yahweh, created the heavens and the earth. So it's real clear. Doesn't say anything about three and one. Doesn't say anything about Yeshua. It says, and it says, um, let's, <clears throat> uh, verse two, and, and the earth being without form and empty and darkness on the face of the deep and the spirit of Elohim, which was Yahweh's spirit, not a third person. Yahweh's spirit moving gently on the face of the waters. Then Elohim said, then Elohim said, then Elohim said, or Elohim Yahweh, the Most High, the Creator, the Almighty, whatever title you want to give Him, said, let there be light, and light was. Light be is what it says in the Hebrew, and then there was light. And then you can read verse 6. And Elohim said, let an expanse be in the midst of the waters. And let it be dividing between the waters and the waters. Who did? Yahweh, Elohim. It says, uh, verse 11, and Elohim said, let the earth sprout tender sprouts. The herb seeding seed, the fruit tree producing fruit according to his kind. Who said that? Yahweh. Yahweh created, you know, our banana trees, our orange trees, um, our pear trees, all the trees that produce fruit. And you can just keep reading this, this whole chapter, and you will say, you will see that it's referring to Yahweh. Now, I understand people are going to bring up um, one verse in verse 26 where it says, And Elohim said, Let us make mankind in our image. Well, you cannot build a doctrine on one verse. I cannot explain 100% why it said, Let us, but again, you cannot build a doctrine on just a couple verses. Excuse me. Continuing. And it says, verse 31, And Elohim saw everything that he made. Notice it says he made. Even after verse 26 where it says, Let us. It said, And Elohim saw that everything he made. Not they made. Not we made. But he made. And behold... It was very good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. All right? Then it says, verse 3 of chapter 2, Then Elohim blessed, Yahweh blessed the seventh day, and set it apart, because he rested from all his work, not all our work or not all their work, but all, but he rested from his singular, individual work. 
Yahweh, Elohim. This should just, I mean, there's going to be so many scriptures we give you, it will choke a horse. Just like if you, if you stuff tons of food in your mouth, eventually it's going to choke you. And you're going to see so many scriptures that Christians and Catholics and <clears throat> other religions, you can only come away with one thought, and that is Yahweh's the creator. All right, look in verse uh, 4. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day of the making of Yahweh, Elohim's earth and heaven. I'm reading out of the, the uh, Hebraic Roots Bible today. Now, my notes that I wrote scriptures down, they, that came out of the renewed King James and out of the W.E.B. version. Then it says, um, Verse 5, and every shrub of the field was not yet on the earth. Every plant of the field had not yet sprung up. For Yahweh Elohim had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. All right, then it says in verse 7, and Yahweh Elohim formed the man from the dust of the ground who formed him or created him or made him Yahweh the Most High Yahweh the Most High and then look in verse 15 it says and Yahweh Elohim took the man and put him into the garden to work it and keep it or to guard it and Yahweh commanded the man saying eating you may eat of the tree in the garden. Who said? Who gave him the commandment? You can eat of every tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, not Yeshua. Yeshua is important. Yeshua redeemed us. But nonetheless, it says, Yahweh commanded the man. Now look in chapter 3. In verse 1, And the serpent was cunning above every beast of the field, which Yahweh Elohim had made. Who made it? Who made every beast of the field? Yahweh did. And he said to the woman, Is it so that Elohim has said, or that, is it true that Yahweh said, You shall not eat of the garden, or from any tree in the garden. And, you know, you can read the rest of it. Verse 8 even says, And they heard the sound of Yahweh Elohim. Not, the, don't, they don't, it doesn't mention two, it doesn't mention three. It mentions Yahweh Elohim. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Excuse me for the sinus hacking, but that's Florida for you. All right, so we see here, you know, if you look in Genesis 6, verse 7, it says, I, Elohim, Yahweh, am going to wipe off men who I created. That's when the flood was coming. It doesn't say we, but it says I, that Yahweh is creator. Yahweh is creator. Now, Here's some other verses. Look in Exodus 20 and verse 11. Exodus 20 and verse 11. And when the sun goes down and gets back to Chile, I'm glad I got at least long sleeves on. You know, growing up in Wisconsin, lived in Tulsa, lived in New Mexico, lived in uh, Louisville, Kentucky and lived in Greeley, Colorado, and all those places, you know, had cold weather and handled it easy. Now, after being in, in Florida for 20 years, when it gets 70 degrees, I am freezing. It's, I just don't know how we would ever make it if we moved 
say we'd lo love to live in the mountains. If we moved to the mountains, you know, full time, I guess it would take a couple years to uh, get used to it. But, you know, if Yahweh directs wherever he would direct, you know, he said to go, he'll make a way where there seems to be no way. All right. Look in Exodus 20, verse 11. For in six days, Yahweh made the heavens and the earth. Now, these are, are the commandments that Moses brought down from the mountain after meeting with the Creator, Yahweh. So it says, in six days, Yahweh, again, made the heaven and the earth. You can read that same thing in, in Exodus 31 and verse 17. Now, let's go to Isaiah. And we saw that Yeshua established that there is only one Elohim. There is only one Creator. And His name is the Father, Yahweh. We went to the beginning and we saw after verse, after verse, after verse in the Torah and in Exodus that it refers to Yahweh as Elohim and Yahweh as the Creator. Now in Isaiah 44, verse 24, we'll see if Yahweh, remember it said in Hebrews that Yahweh spoke through the prophets before Yeshua came in Matthew in many ways and various ways. And it says in Isaiah 44, 24, it says, I am Yahweh who makes all things. So again, it refers to Yahweh as being their creator. Look in 40 and verse 22 of Isaiah. 40 and verse 22 of Isaiah. It is he who sits above the circle of the earth. I wonder what flat earth believers will do with that verse. But it says, it is he, Yahweh, who sits above the circle of the earth. Look in same chapter, verse 28. <clears throat> it says, the creator, referring to Yahweh, the creator of the ends of the earth. And again, read this in context. So you see that we're not taking something out of context and trying to make it say something that it doesn't say. But it says that Yahweh is the creator through Isaiah. Look in chapter 42 and verse 5. Isaiah 42 and verse 5. You know, one of the blessings I was just sitting here thinking while I was reading this one of the blessings of living in Florida is the sun, S-U-N. You know, we get it almost every day, and granted, like I've said before, in the summertime, you just pray for cloudy days. But we probably only get maybe 20, 25 cloudy days a year. Now, we do get some partly cloudy where it's sunny in the morning, cloudy in the afternoon, and that is welcome because that's usually during summertime blues. But nonetheless, it's a blessing, and it does something to your psyche to experience the sunshine. I remember when I lived in New Mexico, that where we lived in Roswell, New Mexico, I remember Ernie, he was my boss at Allied Key, that he told me when I first moved there from Milwaukee that they experienced roughly... 300 days of sunshine. So that's a pretty good deal, too. Same way when we're in the mountains there in October, November. Sometimes we're up there during that time. And uh, it would be 40 degrees, but the sun would be out. And that's a world of difference. And I remember walking down the streets, you know, just walking and shopping and looking. Um, we always tried to walk on the sunny side of the street, not the cloudy. Because cloudy was colder. All right. 
Isaiah 42, verse 5. <clears throat> Why I said that, I don't know. But anyways, I just feel for people that, and I remember, you know, when we grew up in Milwaukee or when I grew up in Milwaukee, you, you'd go sometimes three, four, five weeks without the sun. And it was very oppressive. No wonder they drink and smoke dope so much up there because they just, they get so oppressed. All right, 42.5. Elohim Yahweh, he who created the heavens. Isaiah 42.5 says Elohim, who we know is Yahweh, he created the heavens and the earth. All right, look in the next chapter, chapter 43, verse 1. Yahweh, who created you, Jacob. So again, it's this re-emphasizing that Yahweh is the creator. In verse 12 of Isaiah 45, verse 11 says, Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, his maker. And then verse 12 says, I have made the earth and created man out of it. I have made the heaven and the earth. Not we, not they. All right? Look in verse 18. Yahweh, who created the heavens. And then later down in the verse, it says, I am Yahweh, and there is no one else. The, and he's saying there is no other Elohims, or gods, if you would. There are, There is only one Elohim, and that's Yahweh. Yahshua is the son of Yahweh. He's the son of David. He's the son of man. And the spirit is Yahweh's spirit. Now something I personally do is whenever I read scriptures about the, yeah, uh, the Holy Spirit, I always say Yahweh's spirit because that's who it is. It's Yahweh's spirit that came on the day of Pentecost. It's Yahweh's spirit that anointed Yeshua with the Holy with his spirit and with power, who went about doing good, bringing healing, excuse me, to all that are oppressed of the devil. Every verse that you will read, the gifts of the spirit are the gifts of Yahweh's spirit. When Yahweh's spirit empowered you, anointed you to prophesy, anointed you to heal the sick. When the disciples laid hands on um, the sick and Yeshua said they would recover, it was through the power of Yahweh's spirit. It was through the power of Yahweh's name and Yeshua's name. Just a little thought there. Here, let's jump on down as we begin to try to wind this down. Um, Jeremiah 5.22. Here, I'm just going to give you these scriptures because we're running short on time. And I want to get to a few others. Jeremiah 5.22. Um, Jeremiah 10.12. Jeremiah 27.4 and 5. Jeremiah 31, verse 35. Jeremiah 32 and verse 17. Amos chapter 4 and verse 13. Amos chapter 9 and verse 6. All says the same thing. That Yahweh alone is the creator. Yahweh is one, not two, and not three. Yahweh is one, Moses said in Deuteronomy 6, and it says throughout the scriptures. Now in Jonah, chapter 1, verse 9, Jonah, chapter 1, verse 9 says, I am a Hebrew, and I fear Yahweh the Elohim, who has made the sea and the dry land. Again. Yahweh is the creator. Zechariah 12.1 Yahweh lays the foundation of the earth. Again, 
saying that Yahweh is the one that laid the foundation of the earth. Malachi 2.10, it says, Has not one Elohim created us? And the answer is yes. The prophet Malachi said, Has there not just been one Elohim that created us? And, and there's, there's a bunch of verses, and I'll just read them to you in Psalms. Psalm 24, it says, the earth, verse 1 and 2, The earth belongs to Yahweh, for He has founded it. Psalm 89, 11. Psalm 95, 1 through 5. Psalm 100 and verse 3. Know that Yahweh, He is Elohim. It is He that made us, and we are His people says it real clear. Psalm 102, verse 25, it says, You, referring to Yahweh, laid the foundations of the earth. Again, notice, he's referring to an individual, one, Yahweh. You can read um, Psalm 104, verses 1 through 5, and it says basically the same thing. Verse 24 says, You, Yahweh, made them all. The earth is full of your riches. Psalm 115, verse 15. Blessed are you, Yahweh, who made heaven and earth. Again, it's, you know, the book of Psalms, which are one of his writings. It says that Yahweh is the creator. That Yahweh made heaven and earth. Uh, Psalm 121 verse 2, my wife shared this with me the other day. It says, my help comes from Yahweh, the maker of heaven and earth. My help comes from Yahweh, the maker of heaven and earth. I mean, it doesn't get any clearer than that. It does not say Yeshua does not say a third person. It says one individual, Yahweh. Here, look at in some of the writings uh, in the epistles. Romans 1 and verse 20. And we're going to, a few more verses and we'll, we'll close. But I pray that if you didn't understand, or even if you did, your understanding is much greater and rooted deeper in Yahweh's laws and commandments, Yahweh's word, the Torah, that Yahweh is the creator. There's not two creators. There's not a co-creator. There is not a third creator. There is only one, Yahweh. Romans 1.20 says, For the invisible things of Yahweh from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Read it again. For the invisible things of Yahweh from the creation of the world are clearly seen. And a little bit down in that verse it says, Even His, Yahweh's, eternal power. Now look in the same chapter, Romans 1.24 says, and this is talking about those that are caught up in homosexuality, it says, Yahweh gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own heart. Who did? Yahweh did. And then it says, verse 25, who changed the truth of whom? Of Yahweh into a lie. And this is all referring to those that are involved in sexual perversion, that they changed the truth of the Creator Yahweh into a lie. And you see so many people taking scriptures out of context, trying to convince themselves that Yahweh's okay with homosexuality. In the Torah, he calls it he calls it an abomination. He still calls it an abomination because the scripture says that I am Yahweh and I change not. 
Hebrews says that I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right. <clears throat> Paul says Yahweh is the creator. Now let's look at what Peter has to say. Two more verses. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 19. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 19. It says, as unto a faithful creator. Peter called Yahweh a faithful creator. That's at the, at the end of that verse. Read it in context, though. It says that he is a faithful creator. So the Apostle Peter and the Apostle Paul refer to Yahweh as the faithful creator. Okay, one more. James chapter 3 and verse number 8. James chapter 3 and verse number 8. It says, Therefore we bless Yahweh our Elohim and Father. Therefore we bless Elohim, our Elohim, and Father. And then a little bit down in that verse it says, Made in the likeness of Elohim. So even the Apostle James, the half-brother of Yeshua, says that we bless Yahweh, our Elohim and Father, and basically said that Yahweh made us in His image. So I pray that you see clearly in the scripture that Yahweh is our Elohim, that Yahweh is the creator. There are not two Elohims, there are not three Elohims, there are not three creators, there are not two co-creators. The scripture clearly says there is one creator, and his name is Yahweh. So, Father Yahweh, we thank you for what you are revealing to us. Help us by your spirit to understand that there is only one creator, and that is you, Father. That is you, Yahweh. We praise you for the Son of Man. We praise you for the Son of David. We praise you that he became sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of Yahweh. We thank you, Father, for what Yeshua did on the stake. But he did it under commandment of you. You sent your only begotten Son so that if we would believe in him, and part of believing in him is obeying your laws and commandments, Remember, Yeshua said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will keep his father's commandments, just as Yeshua kept his father's commandments. Just as Yeshua kept Torah. Just as Yeshua kept the Sabbath. Just as Yeshua kept the feast days. And then the apostle said, to walk as Yeshua walked. And so, Father, we worship you, and we praise you that you are the creator. You created everything within us, and you can recreate anything within us that is not functioning the way it should be functioning, and we call it creative miracles. And Yahweh, we just thank you for creative miracles. We just thank you for those who are suffering in their body that you, Yahweh, would give them healing or create within them new hearts, new livers, new organs, new muscles, 
new ligaments, new knees, new backs, new necks, new hands, new eyes, new nose, new lips, new hair, whatever the case may be, that you, Father, you are the Creator, and we praise you for your anointing, and that your anointing creates life. Your anointing creates life. You breathed into the dust of the ground and created Adam. And you took from Adam a rib and you created woman. So, Father, we just praise you for your creation. We praise you for your son. We praise you for creating the moon. We praise you for creating the stars. We praise you for creating all these palm trees and trees and the green grass. We praise you for creating everything that is good. We even praise you. You have purpose in creating the birds, the beasts, and all the creeping things. Yahweh, we praise you as our creator. And Father, we thank you that you make a way where there seems to be no way. Father, th we thank you for men of old that walked the earth, prophets of old that walked the earth, and that by the power of your spirit, you flowed through them, creating miracles. Through Elisha or Elijah, I don't remember which one, that axe floated up out of the river to the top, and the, the servant was able to get it. You created water in the wilderness for the children of Israel. You created life in Lazarus through Messiah Yeshua when he was already dead for four days. You created many creative miracles through many men and women of Yahweh that walked this earth. And maybe they didn't understand the things that we understand about the Torah, the feasts, and your name. But nonetheless, your power was flowing through them. And Father, we thank you that your power is flowing through your people and through your servants today as a witness of you, as they believe and use their faith in you, as they teach and preach your laws and commandments, that your power would flow through them, through the internet, through the written page, through TV, and that you would create miracles, soundness of mind in people's minds, that minds that have been blown apart, because they've been in war or PTSD or drug addiction or whatever the case may be. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for just who you are, that you are the creator. I have not stopped creating, says Yahweh. I have not stopped creating, and I will never stop creating, says Yahweh. So whatever you are in need of concerning creation, you are in need of a job, I'll create it for you. You are in need of a family, I'll create it for you. If you are in need of a body part, I will create it for you. As you follow my laws and commandments, as you worship me, as you receive me, I will be the creator. I have never stopped creating. I have continued creating. And I will create it for you, says Yahweh. Hallelujah. So be encouraged. 